Hey family, what's going on? We are so excited that you decided to join us today for another Generation One podcast. I want to give you a disclaimer before we get into this episode. We talked about some things that could potentially be triggering, especially to those who might be struggling with addictions, whether it's alcohol or substance abuse, or maybe somebody in your family has struggled with these things. There was a moment where I actually opened up about something that happened in my dating relationship with my now wife. Before we were married, before we were engaged, we had a conversation uh, about a struggle that I had with pornography and I had to open up to her and make sure there was no stones left unturned. And then there's many other things that we talked about in this podcast that could potentially be triggering. So we want to give you the benefit of the doubt and give you this disclaimer before we get into this. But I believe, I believe that by the spirit of the Lord, you can be set free today and that this podcast If you send it to somebody who you know is struggling, who is wrestling with something that's keeping them in a cycle, this very podcast, I believe, can break the yoke off their life. In Jesus' name, we love you. Let's get into this podcast. Peace. What is up, Ghost Squad? We are back with another fire conversation. I have my fellas with me today. Say hi, everyone. What's good, y'all? What's up? First, we want to say thank you for supporting us. We have a link down below for you guys to walk, continue walking with us throughout this journey. Also, if you want to partner with us, you can sow a seed. And if you want to just plug in, follow the link below. So today, we are talking about please. Addictions. It's going to get a little deep. First of all, we want to open up with, we are not here to judge each other. We are here to just walk with each other in these things because we know that whatever we share here, it hasn't been easy to get through, but we are on the other side to share it with you. So I have a question. When it comes to addictions, what are some addictions that you have had to break in your life? Um, it's funny. I have a list. Uh, mm. I actually have a list of things that I wrestled with and um, that in different ways have affected me. So um, I'll just kind of go through my list. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. I can go through the list. Might as well. um, so I have formerly been addicted to uh, tobacco. So nicotine uh, in the form of chewing tobacco, uh, vapes. Um, I was addicted to alcohol for a season. Mm. I was addicted to pornography for a long season. I was addicted to um, the last one, and it's still a a, a current struggle, to be honest, is the dopamine. It's called short-dose dopamine, and it comes from social media. Mm. And also, a lot of times, people who have been addicted to pornography wrestle with short-dose dopamine because it's that quick that quick thing that 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 jolt of dopamine that you get Um, but one of the things that I wrestle with even now is you know managing how I intake social media Mm -hmm. and not letting the notifications and the video on how it's doing or the post on how it's doing affect me because that is something I've identified even as like that that's addiction Mm -hmm. Um, shoot I mean there's so many that uh, God has wrestled with me about and set me free from Uh, But just to name a few, those are them. And uh, for anybody, I'll just say it now too, like irregardless of whatever addiction you may have found yourself in, whatever the cycle may be, the truth is you you can break free. Like you can break free and true freedom can be yours. Now it takes work 
it takes vulnerability mm -hmm. and sitting with each other, but you can do it. So as we're starting this conversation, just as somebody who has been addicted to things and has been reliant on things, you can be free. Mm -hmm. you, you can truly be free. So that's me. Um, those are some of the things that I wrestled with mm -hmm. and struggled with in the areas of addictions. But through the grace of God, I have been able to, and, and my commitment to be free, I, I can say I am walking free from these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah, that's so true. I was, um, you know, I talked on the last podcast that we had, uh, what was it? That was suffer, from Suffering to Glory? Yeah, from Suffering turns from into from glory. glory. I was talking about how I experienced that deliverance and freedom uh, from pornography and struggled with so much shame even after the fact because I actually fell back into it. Mm. After that moment where I was like, yo, it's finally broken, I'm good. Like, you know, thank you God for taking this sin away from me. I'm straight. And then months later, found myself still going back to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it, for one, it took a lot to even start talking about it again to my peers. Cause you know, you were there, you were there, all of you guys were there when I was still like currently like really struggling with it. And so to get that freedom, tell you guys I'm free and then have to go back to those same folks that were helping you get out of the yeah, mud. Mm -hmm. That was already one thing. That's big. And I feel like even part of my healing now is being able to talk about it to the people that I also came clean about yeah. and was like, yeah. hey guys, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this thing. I'm trying to help y'all folks. How could I sit here and act like I'm free? And there are people that are looking to me as somebody that's supposed to be helping them with it and I'm still battling with it and not sharing mm -hmm. it. Uh, so that's one thing that I want to point out as well. If you get free from something and find yourself stumbling back, don't stop talking about it because yes. that's how the issue becomes an addiction again. Mm -hmm. Sure. So uh, with that being said, one thing that God put on my spirit recently is that there's a version of Isaiah that does not struggle with pornography at all. The battle is not against pornography. The battle is against your flesh. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if I'm looking to be free from pornography but don't want to change my insides, I will always still have that thing. Even if it's not an addiction, even if it's not something that I'm like always fighting, mm -hmm. it'll still come back. And yeah. when my flesh is strong enough that day, boom, it'll happen again. But if I'm walking in the spirit, mm -hmm. then I won't, have to, I won't have to fight that thing like yeah. that. So yeah. if you're looking to overcome an addiction, you're starting too small if you only want to change the addiction and not, your, uh, not yourself. Yeah. Look for the spirit and that's how you lead yourself uh, yeah. from addiction. That's something that I didn't know what was that, three months ago? Yeah. I yeah. thought, oh God, great, thank you. No, that's yeah. not it. It is, a, it is a continuous thing that you have to keep walking. And that's why you have to live by the spirit. Sure. But if you're just aiming to let go of that addiction and stay the same person, you're thinking way too small and it's gonna be very difficult. Man, you, you talking that talk, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you already know, most of y'all know, and that was one of my biggest, you know what I'm saying? One of my biggest struggles was pornography as well. Mm -hmm. um, outside of like the addiction of being validated by man, mm -hmm. right? Um, but to the pornography thing, it's like, if you don't do do that work, like, and say, all right, cool, like, basically, let me say this. If you say, God, take this desire away from me, or you say, take the sin away from me, and you don't say, God, take the desire of the sin away from me, you're missing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because at one point, I used to, pray that prayer like god i don't want to sin that way anymore but i still desired the root of it was a connection with something that wasn't able to connect with me in the way that i needed yeah right um i was watching you know things and that was not responding to me whereas i could just cut it off that's not realistic that's not the way god intended for us to have 
you know, uh, sex or engagement with our, our wife or, you know what I'm saying, if a woman is, is a husband, right? Uh, but I had to recognize that, yo, I have to hate what God hates. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if I don't hate what God hates, I'm still like the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm literally, I might as well just say, hey, Satan, you might as well just sit right beside me because I'm welcoming you into my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, wow. Then the validation of man thing, I think I didn't get affirmed um, in certain ways by people that I put on uh, podiums in my life or they had like, uh, they had, I, gave, I gave them too much power. I placed mm-hmm. them on a high pedestal and when they didn't affirm me in something that I was looking for that affirmation, it broke me. Mm-hmm. So I would go to pornography. You feel, so, wow. Cause it's like it's all of this cycle. stuff is yeah. all yeah. tied together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that you're addicted to, it's one thing, a root that you need to explore yeah. and it needs to be exposed. Yeah. That's Absolutely. what this community is for. If you don't have the community around you, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. You, you, there's like no other way. You're going to fail if you don't have the community to say, hey, something, something different, something off about you. Mm-hmm. Like, are you, are you okay? Yeah. Like, and you have to be okay saying you're not okay yeah. mm-hmm. you know and when you get to that point where you are able to vocalize you're freer than you think you are Absolutely. right you might not be out of the fight and the, tr- the struggle and the stress you're still in the trenches mm-hmm. but you're freer because you're not letting what's in the dark stay in the dark Absolutely. you're letting it come to the light so yeah, yeah man Brene Brown has this incredible quote and it says that shame derives its power from being unspeakable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Often we're wrestling with things that are tied in with shame, whether it be addicted into pornography or it be anything. And where the shame gets its power from is from you not being able to speak the thing that you're struggling with yeah. to yeah. another person, to a therapist, to God. Because mm-hmm. if you don't speak it, if you, if you let it stay inside, it never gets exposed to the light. And nothing that stays inside can be healed or fixed or, or changed. You can't go and fix something with tools, if you can't see the thing that you're trying to fix, you will mess it up further. Mm -hmm. So what happens is a lot of us are trying to deal with our things inside of ourselves. And we're trying to say through, through willpower or through sheer, you know, uh, commitment to ourselves, we can get through it. And quite frankly, that's not enough. Mm -hmm. You do need community because the Bible says this. And I actually, I'm going to pull it up because it's too important for those who are listening. This is too important for you to know. Um, and it's in James 5 and 16. It says, confess to one another, therefore, your faults, mm-hmm. your slips, your false steps, your offenses, and your sins. Also pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. Yeah. And oftentimes the breakthrough that you're needing is in you opening your mouth, mm-hmm. is in you being in a place where you can say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm going through, bro. Uh, I, need, I need you. Mm-hmm. And and when people can pray for you, that thing cannot have power over you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can't have power over you, man. Yeah. Like, so you, you, your journey and where you're at, like, you're not the only one who has gotten free from something, gotten delivered from something, and had to walk through that deliverance. Yeah, again, yeah. Yeah. absolutely, <laughs> and, and get mm-hmm. set free again. Yeah, because the truth is, like. You can get set free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. That's yeah. wonderful. But the truth is we're tied to our flesh until the day we go to be with the Lord. For sure. mm-hmm. So if, if I'm stuck in this flesh, 
that means that the desires of my flesh are still going to be a wrestle and constant struggle. So even if I'm far removed from pornography and being addicted to pornography, in a low moment, the enemy could come in and try to tempt me with something and make me fall back into pornography because I'm still in my flesh. So that's why every single day it is a daily battle from your spirit and your flesh and you have to decide who's gonna win today who's gonna win this fight Mm -hmm. who's gonna win this battle is it gonna be my spirit Mm -hmm. or is it gonna be my flesh and every time that you let your spirit win you will be equipped you will be empowered you will be strengthened like jesus was when the enemy came in and tempted him with all the things it said what that the angels came and ministered to him because he fought he persisted he said i'm gonna let my spirit win this battle i'm not gonna let the 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 enemy win this i'm gonna let my spirit win this battle and then when you let your spirit win the battle the lord will come in and restore you to health and and show you that hey i got you Um, yeah yeah. so good thank you guys for sharing that go ahead stan um it's tough for me to separate the addictions from the root like like what you were saying and um i think that the thing that I was addicted to the most was a narrative mm-hmm. that said that I didn't matter, that felt terrible about myself. And for years, in a way that I honestly like didn't even acknowledge or, or realize based on trauma and, and childhood wounds that I didn't even understand or, or know were there, and um, I, I know, like, I remember rather, there was a few years specifically when I was 17, after, after coming out of an experience that was very traumatic for me as a child, I, I felt extremely alone mm-hmm. and was turning to pornography during that time to try to fix that. And, and during that same season, I was, my numbers on TikTok were, were going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing viral videos for the first time. I've never experienced anything like that. I'd, I had just gotten off a tour. And so there's a, a lot of fresh dopamine there that's just from being on stage and hearing, frankly, like young girls scream like more like just actually just scream ballistically like it's for no reason honestly that that's a different conversation <laughs> um that's hilarious but like i'm coming off of that and it and it led me as well as the culture that i was in and the people that i was around that kind of pushed me into this while meanwhile deep down i'm i'm looking to fill this void and I turned to pornography and I looked to the viral videos of, of my social media. Like I recall a time where I was having a conversation with someone who was like a, a big brother to me at that time. And I was telling him like, you know, he was asking me how I was doing. And I'm like, well, like if my video goes crazy today, like it, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. If not, then I, it's kind of tough. And mm-hmm. he was like, that's not stable. Mm, and and I was like yeah yeah it's it's not like I literally living Mm. viral video to viral video to get a sense of validation and worth to say that I do matter because I'm so fixed on proving 
what I, where I felt like I, I learned that I didn't. I was mm-hmm. so fixed on proving that wrong. And it looked like pornography. It looked like that instant dopamine. It also looked like food and sweets. Like, this is one I... I don't even that's think real. it doesn't nah, get talked about. Very real. The food and sweets thing real. is real, dog. Yep. Yeah. It's real, dog. Mm-hmm. Go like, ahead. It's, I, go, go in on that. I would wake up and stuff my face with hot tamales. Wow. Hot tamales? Like the candy? Yeah. That's the my, little red? That's my favorite candy. What? I thought you were about to say kick ass, I thought you were about to say I've never in my life heard anybody say that hot tamales are my favorite candy. If hot tamales are your favorite candy, let us know. Okay, but continue. I, continue. I thought when you said, I thought you was talking about like regular tamales, like uh, oh you talking about like yeah, like that's the, crazy. The, the, yeah. the, the Spanish food. like yes. the, the dish, oh, the nah. dish, the Spanish dish. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that's what I thought you were talking about. Wow. No, I would, I would literally, I would have candy like as soon as I wake up. That it sounds so crazy to me now, mm. just stuffing myself with candy all throughout the day, and. And I, it's like it would it would give me like a rush, and mm-hmm. it would make it would make me feel really good. But this the same thing that would happen with pornography, the same thing that would happen with candy, with dopamine is it would it would feel good for that quick Ooh. second, mm-hmm. and then I'd feel even worse than I yeah. did yeah. before I ate the candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'd feel even worse than I did before I watched the pornography. Yeah. I would feel even worse than before the video went viral. Sheesh. And it it was a cycle yeah. that was only headed more into that trap of a cycle. Absolutely. And candy was a big part of it, unhealthy food. That one, the way that that actually changed was there was a Sunday that I was, I think I was on WebMD and I'm- WebMD got stand together. (laughs) WebMD with all the facts. Like you're dealing with something, you got a headache, you'd go on, what's wrong with me and a headache? It'll tell you everything under the sun. Don't do that. Okay, okay, but but in this case, so WebMD. I go to it and I just, I I think I had like a headache or something and I'm just like, is it the sweets? And I I look up something about, I'm, I'm like, is it possible to be addicted to candy? And I look it up and it says something about diabetes, cutting off your left leg. And so I, I go to my mom, my mom's a doctor and I'm like, mom, am I okay? She's like, Stanley, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, I don't know, mom. Like, I just, I, I've been eating a lot of candy. I don't want to have to cut my leg off. This is was, this was literally what I said to her. She was like, okay, then stop eating candy. And I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, lit- that actually got me to stop eating candy, t- like, for a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out hot tamales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there, there was that. I think the root of all of those addictions was for me not seeing myself the way that Jesus sees me. Yeah. Yeah. And um, mm. the more that I, I see myself like how he sees me, it's healing to that root of that child in me that feels like he doesn't matter. Mm. Mm. And. Um, it's so weird saying that, yeah, honestly. You're good. I actually yeah. want to chime in, too. I, I think what I got from what you said, even at the top, you, you basically said, I didn't feel adequate. I didn't feel enough. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, oftentimes with addictions, they become these Band-Aid fixes for us mm-hmm. where we go to pornography or we go to food or we go to uh, people or we go to validation, and these things become these Band-Aid fixes, but they always leave us wanting more. Yeah. And I love that you said it was at the moment when you met Jesus that you realized there was something that could fulfill all of those things. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, 
he's the only one who can really fulfill all the things that we think pornography can fix and fill, that mm -hmm. we think, you know, uh, social media and viral videos, or we think, you know, nicotine or whatever can fix. Because the truth is this, man, Jesus is our peace. Mm -hmm. He's our joy. He's our sustainer. He's our provider. And, and when you receive him, it's like it changes everything. So I love that you said that, man, because he is the solution. And, and it sounds so simple, but the, it, it quite frankly is. Yeah. Yeah. And when yeah. you surrender your life to him and you say, you know what, Lord, like I need you to, to be my sufficiency in this area, he'll show up and be your sufficiency in that area. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's really where it takes place, is, yeah. is in that place where you say, you know what, Lord, I, I've been running to these things to fill a void in me that only you can fill. Literally. Um, so I, I love that you said that. And I, I wanna hear from you too, like, because I, I feel like we got to know from Mariah, like, is there some things? Because I feel like we talked about some things, but what's Yeah, what's it's on? so funny because I was talking to the ladies before this and I was like, oh, there's, I feel like every woman has gone through a season of, what was it, um, having like some type of eating disorder. Like if you have a relationship that is toxic with food, it's pretty much an eating disorder. There's just, there's a lot of different lists and names of specific ones. Um, but I became very obsessed with how I looked, with what I ate, trying to eat less because I would hear, when I would gain weight from my Asian side, who's pretty petite, they would say, oh, you're gaining weight, you're fat, can't wear that jewelry, it's a little tight on your neck. Um, and then I would hear from my other side of the family who's a little bit heavier, you're so skinny. And then I didn't wow. feel like a woman, so I wanted to gain weight and have curves. So I think that a lot, one of my main addictions was to food. Now mm. it's crazy because in a, the previous podcast that we were talking about, um, how God uses our stories and everything intentionally, um, in that toxic way that I was looking at food, he actually wanted me to take the time to sit with him and look at it in a healthy way. So my question to you guys is how do you figure out that what you were dealing with was an addiction? Because really what you guys like pornography, tobacco, it's so like normal almost to yeah, the culture, yeah. you know, like mm. who really didn't do that stuff. So sure. how did you guys figure out that, Hey, this actually isn't good for me. Can I give y'all just a simple answer to be honest? because I figured it out it was an addiction when I realized I was dependent on it for mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. When I realized I was dependent on pornography to get that quick fix release and because I didn't want to deal with my problems, I would go to that. Mm -hmm. I realized that tobacco was an addiction when I was going to that to get peace. Yeah. Because yeah. if I got a, you know, a nicotine high or a little buzz is what they would call it, I'd be good. Like, like Jalen knows like literally like for, since I was, uh, 14 years old. I'm not even, I can't even buy tobacco. Mm -hmm. And I was sneaking around. Like, this is the thing about these addictions is, is sometimes you go to these sneaky lengths and mm -hmm. all of this stuff made yes. me realize that's why it's a problem. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah. I have yeah. to sneak around. I have to do this. I have to move these things. And, and also I could get peace that as soon as I take this out of my mouth, I, I'm, I'm searching for it again. Mm -hmm. yeah. I have to find it again. So it's a, it, like for me, the simple answer is if I felt like I had to get something peace or a quick, you know, release. That's how I knew it was an addiction because I became dependent on those things in order to get that instead of trusting that Jesus is my peace. Can I also point out real quick how you were attacked in a way that God is using you through like tobacco mm. is going to affect your, what, what kind of tobacco was it? Did you uh, say? I, I chewed tobacco yeah, and then I, I even, uh, with, um, what are those called vapes? Vape, yeah. yeah. yeah like, like, 
Yeah. It would instantly affect your mouth, how wow. you speak, and your lungs. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Isaiah, what were you going to say? I was going to say, um, you can also know that something is uh, an addiction or something is wrong when you start uh, making funny like character moves just mm. to get that to thing. To do that thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking mm. about like, yeah, you were 14 years old. Yeah, there was no way you were going to walk up in there. Oh, so dog. you got to do like little things. Oh, I got <laughs> did you ever, did you ever like <laughs> take something without I'm paying not, and just walking out? No, bro. I, I, so, so real quick, real quick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. Please turn this off. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's crazy is literally when it came to the, the tobacco, I would have people that were obviously older than 18 go to the store and yeah. buy it for me. There was one time in particular where, and this is how like, I was sneaking around. So I had met up with somebody at a gas station. My sister had just became a freshman in high school. And I was like, I told her about my addiction. And I was like, we're not going to tell everybody. No, the parents don't know. But I'm going to let you in on it. You're going to come with me. We would pull up to the gas station. And I went to the gas station. This dude would go inside. I'd give him the money. He'd come back out. It looked like a drug deal. Mm-hmm. I was buying chewing tobacco, but it looked like a drug deal. <laughs> it I, literally, like. this is what, it what happens. It Bro, sounds like that. Because it, it was, it, I mean, it, essentially, it was like a drug deal. It's a drug. So was. I was, I, I wasn't 18, <laughs> and I was using something that I wasn't 18 for. Bro, I go to school, and little did I know, and this is how God does things in such interesting ways. Little did I know there was somebody who was a parent that knew my mom. Ooh. They called her, and they said, I saw Tyler at the gas station with Kaylin <laughs> in the car. And he was, Uh-oh. he was doing a drug deal. That's not good. So my mom, I'm bro, oh, Sang like literally a bird. my mom comes up to the school. I get another like text from somebody. Yo, bro, all your car doors are open and your mom's going through your car. <laughs> oh no. So I literally like, got up and I was like, can I go to the bathroom? And I like went to the office and like, mm. I go out there, cars all locked up, shut. My mom's gone. And I'm like, oh, I'm dead. Like I'm, I'm literally <laughs> dead. And so like, I had to face the music when I got home. And basically she was like, so, one, I'm glad that it's not something way worse than this, but we need to talk about this. Yeah. We, we need to deal with this. And uh, I thank God for my mom just being as gracious as she was and to, to be able to walk me through that. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, I went through some stuff to try to sneak around and get whatever I wanted. And you're right. Like, sometimes in order to go to these things that are addictions or that become addictions, it requires us to sneak around. And that's the thing. You don't realize an addiction is like a cancer. It carries mm-hmm. so many other things right, with it. Right. So now I'm a liar. Now, yeah. now I'm, uh, I'm, you know, breaking the law, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm not as truthful with my, you know, friends and people around me. Mm-hmm. All this because I wanted some tobacco to give me peace. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Like, are you kidding me? When I, have, when I have the Prince of Peace who can give me peace like this. Yeah. yeah. But, but we don't know that because we're, we're, we're taught that like, yeah. Culture deems everybody doing it. Yeah, everybody doing it. Yeah, you're acting funny. Culture is accepting it. Everyone else is doing it. Like it seems all seems normal. Does anyone else have an example? Yeah, how it basically made you bleed out. Yeah, yeah. I recognize that when stuff that I was truly committed to became not a priority anymore. You know, like when I would rather do the thing that appeases a fix that I need rather than do what purpose is mm. you know like because i was struggling with porn for from like teenage up into my adult years right and obviously as an adult you have responsibilities you have things that you feel like you're supposed to do and you know i recognize when i would rather sit down on a laptop turn on my computer and you know just just do whatever you know we leave that space i mean yeah you, you, you but, me? but straight up like yeah like what's that? It, it's facts like yeah like i i wasn't afterwards you're tired 
you yes, don't want to do anything. Huh. And then there's right? Right. the shame that comes yeah, with it. The shame. You feel dirty. And yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't possibly make anything that I feel like God has called me to do if I feel like a punk because I'm shameful yeah. mm-hmm. about what I just did. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't put, I will feel, what's so crazy is God will still convict me in the midst of me doing the thing and I mm-hmm. continue to do it, yep, mm-hmm. right? But I can't put, I was convicted enough to not do the thing that God called me to do after the thing I know I'm not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because I felt, I felt so drawn to my music and the people that are attracted to my music, I couldn't taint what they listen to by recording or making something from a place that wasn't even like, Pure. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Pure. Like that. Yeah. I feel like I will be responsible for leading someone astray because yeah. I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. I get on my music and say, you know, yeah, man, I love God and I'm not doing anything except with my wife. I'm <laughs> abstinent. I'm yeah. not having any sex, but I'm having sex because I'm watching porn and having a release. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's be honest. That oh, no. that is still call it what it is. That is yep. cheating. That is sex. That is wrong. You know, that is not it's the, sexual immorality. It's, yep. Exactly, right. it's sexual immorality. It's right there and, and in the like, Bible. It it it's as plain as day. And porn becomes this this. And this wasn't even supposed to be like a porn podcast, but it's a silent epidemic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh, people yeah. are struggling with it day in and day out. And the reason that people struggle with pornography is because there's so much shame attached to it. Yep. You don't want to yeah. talk to somebody about it because you feel dirty or you feel like they're going to judge you or they feel or you feel like they're going to leave you. One of the hardest things. And this this was something that truly was a moment for me. And, and, and it blessed my life tremendously. It was so painful to walk through, but it was necessary uh, before my wife and I got married. And some of you may know this story. Some of you may not. Uh, there was a moment where I knew that I needed to express to my wife that during our relationship I had, and, and, and it was a, not a full stumble, but what, what does that even mean? It's a, it's a full yeah, stumble. A stumble is a stumble. It's a, it was a yeah. full stumble. I mean, yeah. even if it's like, I didn't really, but it's like, you still searched it. Yeah, you still looked it up. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Exactly. So I had to be honest with my wife and I, and I just told her and I was like, Hey, you know, I, I wasn't fully honest with you. And this is what happened. I, you know, I looked at some things I shouldn't have looked at and, you know, I repented and I, and I moved on and I had, you know, done the work and been set free before. Um, but my flesh was weak. Yeah. And in that battle, in that instance, my flesh won. Um, a just man falls seven times, but he gets up eight. Mm-hmm. The beautiful thing about God is that he will literally time after time after time after time. He'll pick you up. Yeah. He'll wipe you clean. He'll forgive you. And yeah. he'll give you another chance. For sure. That's the beautiful yeah. thing about God. And, and eventually, and I'll tell you, when it came to this moment with my wife, I had already been so sick of this thing, so so done with this thing, that I was like, the way that I am looking at my wife and I can see in her face that, that this is hurting her, yeah. I was like, I am making a covenant today. This is not gonna follow us into marriage. This will not be something that comes into my marriage. I don't yeah. care how far out of the thing I thought that I was. Yeah. My flesh is weak. My flesh is weak. It is. All of our flesh is weak. So we have to do the due diligence to let the spirit rule our lives yeah. and let the spirit lead us because y- you would be ignorant to think and to not know yourself. You got to learn yourself. Yeah. You got to learn things about you that, that cause you to fall and stumble and then set up accountability. Yeah. That part have have, have talks big. like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's scripture. Oh, go ahead, bro. That scripture, a just man falls seven times and gets up eight. If you got study numbers in the Bible, seven is the number of completion and perfection. So in each stumble, you're being perfected. And in the eighth, that's your new beginning. Then there's freedom. Because that's what eight means. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Let's talk. That's a crazy one. So I I love that scripture because, and it, it doesn't. What I don't want that scripture to do is enable stumble. If you no, if right. you if you don't have to stumble, please don't. But understand that in that process there's perfection because now I know. Oh, okay, that's a trigger for me. Mm. I'm not watching that movie. Yep. Yeah. Not listening to that song. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna go on Instagram yeah. today. I'm getting off TikTok yeah. yes. straight up. Yes. TikTok is the devil. The devil. <laughs> TikTok. <yeah. laughs> The devil. Man, no disrespect. The devil. No, 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 but like, no, no, no. there be <laughs> stuff on there. I'm just like, yo, what? Yeah. I wasn't yeah. No reasons. Let's keep can it a stat, bro. Let's keep Social it a band right now. Bro, yeah. it let's very much real. can lead you into pornography. Absolutely. It, I, I, it's I right agree. There. I think it's right there. Right yeah, there. I think I think it's like with some of the stuff that you can get away with by with posting, it can very much be the thing that leads you to stumble. It's so sad. It can very much lead you to the thing of stumbling. And quite frankly, sometimes. It, it, it might not be full pornography, but you're sitting there lusting. See, yeah. so, let, let me let me just let me just be fully transparent let's because run I don't want anybody to feel like there's any way to hide from <laughs> the the oh well you know I didn't go all the way. No, I went as far as going through my spam on my email, Bro, looking absolutely. for things that I intentionally blocked. Right, mm, I had God. it blocked, but I said let me unblock it just to see if I could mm. test myself. What do we do? Why, why are we testing ourselves? Testing you feel what I'm saying? Here's the other way you think you could get away with it. You could go on Instagram, search stuff, and get you end up in a space where you look in that stuff that yep. you search hashtags. Yep. And now you wonder why your explore page looks the way it does. Break it down. And let me, it down. let me say this. To, to dispel anything, <laughs> right? Not to dispel, to uh, speak to any addiction, not even just pornography. Right now, I want to speak to the person that says, I don't want this to continue with me. Right. I want this to end with me. Right. I made a covenant with God that the pornography thing, the stuff that I'm struggling, struggling with wouldn't come in my marriage. My, my kids wouldn't struggle with this, but I have to do the work right now. Absolutely. So it ends with me. Yes. I challenge y'all to do the same thing. I need to see in the comments. It ends with me. Ends this is not me. going yeah. further than right now. Today is the day that you get free. Right now, we're going to see a bunch of people being freed. They're going to get off this podcast. They're going to get in the word. God is going to speak to them in ways that they've never that he's never spoke to them before and they're going to be free because yeah. i believe that and i know i got people right here that believe with me Absolutely. we're not taking these addictions with us anymore no. yeah. in yes. the name of jesus in the yes. name of jesus and we're in this thing together man yeah. yeah like y'all like i'm not kidding this is your community this is your squad you are a part of this squad because we gonna keep talking like this for mm-hmm. real for sure and and, and bro we just got to say it like it is like we have to call these things out because we, we can play church all day, yeah. but the more we play church and play like we've got it all together and play like everything's all good, people are stumbling. People yeah. are dying. People dying. are falling back yes. and, and, and further and further and further away. But there is a way to true freedom. Yeah. yeah. You know, you yeah. can set disciplines to help you navigate these things. Yeah, absolutely. You can let the spirit lead you and you yeah. can let the spirit win the battle for, for your life. Yeah. Because that's yeah. really what this is. It's a battle for your life. Mm-hmm. And you can let the spirit win each and every single day. Absolutely. Yeah. You just have to surrender. And it's so crazy because I want the women to know that this is not just like talking about pornography is not just for men. Like it's also for women because we become over sexualized. It's so crazy. I haven't even shared this with you. Come on. Um, a previous relationship 
he used to watch porn, so I used to be into mm. porn. And then when you guys are talking about social media, you're mm. scrolling through. I remember posting pictures and being like, I'm really exposed. What else am I going to show in my next picture? And this is before mm. I was wa walking with God. Yeah. But then now I want you guys to look at the men that are speaking and know that these are men that are seeking wholeness and they are out there available. I don't want to say they're all available. My husband. I'm not but, available. Um, How about that? But yeah, Rick's not. I'm you not. See that? You see, you see this? <laughs> I'm not flipping you off, but like, this I'm ahead. just letting you know. But there are men seeking you know. wholeness and that are trying to bring you higher and show you healthier views and show you that they are they are healing as well, and they'll walk you through your healing too. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta say something. I gotta say something, Go bro. That's, that's my wife, bro. I gotta say something. <laughs> it's so powerful to know that things that I'm consistently fighting against is what helps something in my wife be free. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if I didn't have the awareness, God didn't drop the thing in my spirit to say, this is not right. This is something that could derail your whole situation. Because what she didn't share is, and I didn't know for a while, when I exposed myself, like Ty did, that sounds crazy, but I exposed <laughs> my sin, right? right? I exposed my <laughs> sin to my wife. She was able to do what? At the time, she was my girlfriend. At the time, she was able to go into her prayer closet and pray for me. And she shared with me not that long ago that God revealed to me that this wouldn't even be a problem in our marriage. Now, yeah. just because it's not a problem doesn't mean I don't have the thought. The temptation mm -hmm. tries to follow me, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I'm going to fight for the rest of my life. If God decides to take it away from me, completely cool, say less. But you know that from God's track record, from what I see in my life, he wants you to fight. Mm -hmm. He wants you to know that you can't do this thing without Keep him. Keep that dog yes. in you. Exactly. Yeah. Paul had a thorn on his side for Come a reason. On. You yeah, hear me? Yeah. Paul had a thorn on his side for a reason. And when yeah. that thing was there, let's go. He was still in his bag. That's yeah. not the thing that stopped him. Mm. Nothing stopped him from being him. Paul is Paul is one of the greatest teachers. Come he on. wrote more than Come half on. of the New Testament. Yeah. I'm right now I'm reading Acts. Bro. Do you understand that Paul was willing to die about this? Oh, yeah. I'm laying my life down just like Paul did. Mm -hmm. If I keep a thorn on my side, it's because I seen Paul be successful in having a thorn on his side. Mm -hmm. My bad, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, you got it. Talk that talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say that. There's actually one I, I completely left out, and it you made me think of it when you said this soul relationship and he did this, so then I did that, and Oof. that was that was my, and it, it's really so important to touch on that, what that means, because for me, that was smoking, mm -hmm. and completely, actually, I forgot to left, I left smoking that Smoking cigarettes or smoking weed? Weed. Okay, um, yeah, keep it 100. Pothead. Yeah, like, <laughs> complete, like, like, totally, um, and I didn't, I didn't used to smoke, though. I didn't start smoking until I got in that relationship. Mm, wow. And it, which is why it's so important for who you keep around you and what you become one with. Because when you are with somebody, you do become one with them. And the things that they do, those habits become one habits. And I, I picked up smoking because I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like it's, it's whatever. And, and then sure enough, like it, was an, it became an addiction of mine of wanting mm. to, to turn to weed for whatever. To, and so what you were saying earlier about, I think the question was, how do you know? Mm -hmm. Or how are you able to identify? For me, it was like the intent of why I was turning to the thing. I wasn't mm -hmm. turning to it from a place of fullness. I yeah. would turn to pornography because I feel 
lonely right now it like yeah. and it's and it's nighttime i would mm-hmm. turn to weed because i'm like oh i i don't know i feel anxious or i i i'm i'm done with the day i don't want to feel anything so mm-hmm. let me just numb myself right. real quick mm-hmm. um that's good Ooh, people are numbing themselves bro yeah, yeah. and, we, and we're addicted, numbing ourselves. To, addicted yeah, right. to the numbing of mm-hmm. that which but hides I, yeah. the root yeah because yeah. then the we don't root. gotta deal yeah. with it yeah if right. i can numb myself and keep numbing myself i don't have to deal with it yeah and then we label it as a treat for the end of the day. Right. Like, yeah. okay, I it's did my hard work. Oh, I, yeah. I finished right. the day. Now, now, now I'm going. You know, I'm going to spark up, or I'm going. You know, flip open uh, to the Pornhub website, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just going to be yeah, nice yeah. little yeah. things. Yeah, like, like it's some kind of a reward. Yeah. But then you're you're mm-hmm. in that cycle. Yeah. And that thing mm-hmm. keeps coming back and coming back yeah. and coming back and coming back because your flesh is never satisfied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Legit, your flesh will never be satisfied <laughs> no matter how much yeah. you feed it. You can feed it all day, every day. You can feed it with whatever lust of the flesh, but that thing will never be satisfied. Yeah. So you have to kill your flesh yeah. daily. Yes. And I love what you said yeah. about you become one with the people and the things you surround yourself with. So you better yoke up with believers. You yeah. better yoke up yeah. with people who are in yeah. this thing. You better yoke up with people yeah. who, who are going to keep you accountable and hold yes. you to a standard and say, you know what? When the enemy comes in like a flood, what does God do? He raises up a standard. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make sure that we raise up a standard for each other and say, hey, exactly. man, you don't have to subject yourself to that. Yeah. You don't have to subject yourself to yeah. feeling like you got to smoke to not deal with what might really be going on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's go through it. Let's mm-hmm. take it up in prayer. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Never and never felt better with mm-hmm. any of those things never felt better i would mm, i would part. smoke at nights and then get up in the morning and and be trying to meditate and be trying to like know god and pray and be like yeah, i feel so like groggy and like i'm like i'm Man. post high right now and i don't i don't really and i'm like i don't even feel good i would like i want to just be a morning type of person Bro. what was crazy is like the person i was with picked up meditation because of me and i picked up smoking mm-hmm. that was Jeez. that was how we mm. came together yeah yeah and I was I I just I just stopped probably like six months ago, mm-hmm. but I it was Man, I was so tired. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, bro. Go. Thank you. But there's it's it actually like I didn't I stopped, but it was like a, um, I didn't really want to say that I stopped because I was I was like okay I'm just I'm just gonna say no to it mm-hmm. right now because I I didn't know I was like yeah. I was still trying to convince myself like oh like I mean maybe there's a maybe there's a healthy use for it, like alcohol like a healthy limit like I don't know have a mm-hmm. glass of wine that's cool like it Jesus did it or you know he made water mm-hmm. into it blah blah blah, blah. and really really trying to rationalize like yeah. how I could oh, yeah. do this yeah, yeah. and so I'm just like okay I'm just gonna say no for a while yeah. and and see how I feel and I was literally in that season um that probably like a month, two months, three months went by and I'd been saying no, then I'm like, okay, like I'm I'm good. I realize I'm good without it, but I still had the most weed in my apartment. I wasn't smoking it, wasn't even looking at it. It was, it was in a place where I like, I, I don't see it, but I had gotten so much free weed from like LA companies that just want to send you stuff. And so I had this whole massive thing and I had a box, had my name on it. Mm. It's cool. <laughs> and I'm sorry, it got <laughs> the box with the name on it. That's crazy. The meat box with the name on it is nuts. <laughs> it's nuts, man. It was it, it was a gift, and it was it was it was a cool box. Talks nonetheless. Yeah. The way you're saying box. Um, okay, go we were coming into the new year, and God told me like it's it's, it's time to throw that away. Mm-hmm. I hadn't hadn't been smoking in, in like six months at that point. And I had to, I, I got that stuff out and I was like, dang, bro, like this is, it was, it was still a little tough for me oh, to yeah. like trash it. 
in that moment because I think part of just saying not right now, it made it easy because I thought, okay, well maybe one day yep. I'll, right. I'll want it bad enough to, to go back again. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I'm, I'm just saying no. The thought of saying no, I'm done for good is a different thought. Mm. Let, me, let me say this to you, bro. It's powering you saying that you don't do it anymore. Yes. Absolutely. By you not saying you don't do it anymore, you're, you're robbing people of the opportunity to see a person like them overcoming a thing that they struggle with. Yeah. So you have to vocalize. That's why yeah. it's so good yeah, that you're vocalizing that yeah. thing, bro. That's why yeah. I, did, I needed to tell y'all. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you. Because I've, I've never, yeah. it's never been something I've talked about. Like, Let's I literally, go. I knew that I wasn't smoking for a long time, but I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't out here being like, yeah, guys, I stopped smoking. I literally, in, in the book that I've been writing, I'd, I'd bring up smoking, but then I kind of, I duck away from it. There's, there's like literal things that, that I wrote from like oh March to July, blah, 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 because I didn't, I didn't know how much I was like, I don't know how much I can bring this up in this book if Bro. I don't really know how I yes. stand about it mm-hmm. or how I feel about it. And I hadn't gotten to a place where I could be like, no, I really am done with this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know what it is? If you hadn't thrown it away, you would have kept being blocked in that area. Legit. Some of us are holding on to our addictions, we're holding on to these things, and we're not addressing them, and we're not bringing them out in the open, and we're wondering why we're blocked in this area. You can't write about this area because there's still something holding you. Mm-hmm. It's still holding you, but the fact that you were able to say, I'm throwing this thing out. Yeah. Yeah. That simple act of obedience when God said, it's time for that to go, yeah. and you said, you know what? It's time to go. I wouldn't be shocked if now the flow starts coming in that area and you can start to write about that thing. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. can start to talk about that thing amongst yeah. people. And you can start to bring that thing out in the open. And the more you talk about it, the more you bring it out in the open, the more you express it amongst people who can hold you accountable, mm-hmm. the further and further and further away from that thing you get. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. the more free you get and the more power you have over that thing. And, and it's so important, bro. Um, these, these addictions, these vices, these things, they're always going to be available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a strategy for your life going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to have accountability. You have to have people that can help you, man. I'm going to be honest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you all this. Um, I'm free from the addiction of pornography. There you go. Mm-hmm. But the fight still has persisted. Yeah. And there are many days where I win. But there was a, a, a moment where I have these systems in place for accountability. And I, I literally, I, unprovoked, I wasn't looking at nothing on Instagram, no booty on Instagram. Yeah. I wasn't searching anything on the internet, like for a long time. Like from the moment before my wife and I got married, like, yo, like we're good. We're, good. we're yeah. clear on that. Like this is not happening. And I had this dream and in the dream there was like pornographic images and these things that were taunting me. And I woke up from the dream and I prayed and I just kind of went about my day and throughout the day, I didn't express it to anybody. I didn't bring it to my wife. I didn't do anything other than pray and and take it to God. And in doing so, I was blocked Mm -hmm. from expressing to my wife. Mm -hmm. I was blocked from receiving things from God. Mm -hmm. So you know what I did? I felt like the Lord was saying to me, call Rick. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I did, I sent Rick a text and I said, hey, bro, you got a minute? He said, absolutely, call me. And I called Rick and I just said, hey, bro, I said, I think I just need to get this out in the open because if I don't just say it to you, there's a possibility. I have to be willing enough and humble enough to say, there's a possibility that I might fall. Yeah. But if I can bring it into the light, if I can show this to my brother, if I can say, hey man, like I just need to tell you. Mm-hmm. And we can pray, we can do all that, but I just need to tell you. Yeah. There was so much freedom 
And literally, bro, we got on the phone. I had my brother, I, you know, pray with me. We got off, and a flow started coming to me. Come on. And I started writing. Yeah. And God started giving me things. And I got in my word, and it started coming to life. And some of the things that, I, that God was speaking to me were things that I needed for my life and my season and where I was at. But I was blocked because not even something that I did. I didn't even do anything to yeah. bring this thing on. It came at me in my right. sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... I'm good. I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I've already prayed and, and, and repented. I've already prayed and, you know, cleansed my mind. I've already prayed and done this. But Lord, the Lord was like, you need to bring it to your brother. Let's go. Mm. So I brought it to my brother. And, and guess what, bro? Freedom. Hey, bro, yeah. let me like, say this to you. Bro. Freedom. Let me say this to you. It's the reason, because sometimes we provoke the enemy, right? A lot of the times, most of the time, we provoke the enemy just by waking up. You feel what I'm saying? And you're walking in territory that's uncharted for you. You feel what I'm saying? You ain't in a space that you've ever been in before. Probably never nobody in your family has ever seen. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're walking in a space dropping bombs on the enemy's camp, mm-hmm. and the enemy's like, man, hold up. We got we to gotta regroup, Slim. <laughs> What's going on in here? What y'all got? You just going to come in here with this new fire? You think you're going to go to the next level from glory to glory? You're in two right now, so you're transitioning mm-hmm. from somewhere? You came from something, bro, and now you're in a car that Jesus is driving and taking you to the next level. Mm-hmm. In order for you to get there, you got to go through something. Yep. You had to go through the minefield that the enemy tried to plant. You had to yeah. step on them bombs and not be affected because the grace of God and the blood that covers you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Let somebody run up on you right now, bro. You covered by the blood. Blood of God and I yeah, still yeah. bang on you. You understand me? <laughs> because I love God. I fear no man. I fear God. Yeah. Bro, you walking in yeah. them spots, bro. Yeah. And you keep walking in them spots, bro. You're going to keep setting them bombs off. But you yeah. know what you got, bro? You got community. Yeah. Yeah. And now you only got one flashlight, bro. You got yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven, yeah. eight flashlights. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you feel me? It's like that. Hey, yeah. what, what's in the dark? It can't prevail, bro. No. Yeah. Everything that's in the dark. Like, think about that. Everything that's in the dark has to come to light. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to come out one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might as well come out of your own mouth to somebody who you can trust. Yeah. It might as well come out of your own mouth to God. It might as well come out from you. So that that thing doesn't have to get exposed and you find yourself later in a scandal, in a public scandal, because you didn't deal with that thing in private with the people who were closest to you. Yeah. You didn't deal with that thing with your community. Mm-hmm. You, you waited and you kept it hidden and you kept it down. And so you finally get to a place of success. And uh, was it Denzel Washington or who said it to yeah. Will? Yeah. And he said, the, the enemy will come for you when you're at your highest yeah. or when you're in your greatest moment. Wow. That's when the enemy comes for you. Yep. Yeah. And that's the truth. The yeah. enemy will come for you and test you in your greatest moment. Yeah. He'll come for you to test you and to try to take you out in your greatest moment. But that is where if you've done the work, if you've talked to your community, if you've brought it amongst people and you've brought that thing to light and you've let the spirit win, you can prevail. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, I think um, circling back to what you said towards the top about, you know, you you get into stuff and then you're not even in a place to do what God has called you to do. We have to get to a place where we hate getting in the way of what God is calling us to do yes. more than we love yeah. what our flesh yes. is is trying to do. Yeah. And something you shared with me that is is amazing. You you told me we have to view our calling as something that is so precious. Yeah. Absolutely. Cuz the more we see our calling right, the more that we see ourselves right. Yeah. We gotta hate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think I I don't know who the athlete is. Probably LeBron or one of, one of the great athletes. That's like I hate. I, you gotta hate losing mm-hmm. more than you love winning. Whoever whoever it was one of the great ones. Mm-hmm. That was talking about why they're great. And I think that same concept applies. We gotta hate getting in the way of our calling and what and how God sees us and what He's called us to do more than we 
our flesh might love anything else. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And I, I always remind myself that because when I, when I get in that place and I just will literally say, God, show me how you see me. What, yeah. do, you, what do you see? And at any time that I'm feeling weak and sometimes when I'm not because I just need to know and need yeah. to be reminded. Yeah. But when I, when I step out from that place, my whole perspective is shifting. Yeah. 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 You ain't got to do this stuff alone, bro. Yep, you, you got accountability, know. you got friends, you got community. Whew, you guys, this conversation mm-hmm. went so deep, so good. It went hard. Yeah. Thank you guys for yeah. being so open, so vulnerable. And this is just, this is an example of what is out there for you. You're not walking this thing alone. And you don't have to take a giant leap outside of your addiction. You could just take it moment by moment. Yeah. Take a step, take a second, and just ask God, Lord, check my heart. What am I addicted to? What am I replacing instead of you like what it what is it because it could be something that seems so normal Hmm. but it's the little thing that's holding you back from who he's called you to be so thank you guys again there are so many conversations coming your way just click the link below walk this out with us we love you and can i just ask you boo to pray for For the people that are fighting addiction let's Let's do do it man i would love to Father God, we thank you. We thank you, God, uh, for this conversation. We thank you for the hearts um, that you are continuing to work on, God, in this conversation, God. We pray that us sharing and spilling our hearts right here, God, was a, a inspiration, God. We pray that it was uh, impactful. We pray that it was motivation. And most of all, we pray that it was encouraging for the people that were watching, Father God. Um, we pray that they know that they don't have to go about this alone. The more you speak out, the freer you become. Align and highlight to them people in their life that they, if they don't have community, align those people with them, God. Allow them to walk into a space and they just find them organically, Father God. Let it nothing be forced, Father God. Um, We thank you that right now people are becoming free from their addiction. No longer shame. No longer chained, God just freely loved by you god there's nothing blocking no no hindrances father god mm-hmm. thank you god thank you jesus thank you that we are here to walk together father god we pray that we pace ourselves in this journey we pray that you give us the ease and the peace that we need in order to continue to move forward in your glory god thank you jesus in jesus name i pray amen amen now listen family uh if you if you just need community if you need somebody to walk alongside with you listen we meet once a month on zoom but listen if you just shoot us an email you dm us you got prayer requests just we, we want to love on you okay mm-hmm. at the end of the day we want to love on you because we have love for each other we want y'all to feel that same love that's right here in this room mm-hmm. so click the link down below dm us email us whatever you need to do thank you for tuning in family see y'all next time peace